host with Chris and Paige. I'm your co-host, Paige. And I'm Chris. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that was a great opening, like, talking about this, just rolling into it. That was a fan. I just realized we've been recording the whole time. So. We have been recording the whole time, I'll but we never, we never uh, officially got started, so I never, like, knew when to say hello. Well, that's why I'm here. <laughs> okay. So, that being said. I'll keep going. Uh, I'll never stop. Hello, everyone. This is Ghosted with Chris and Paige. Uh, I am your co-host, Chris. And I'm Paige. And today we have the hosts of Good Not Great Podcast. That's true. And uh, the Beer Broadcast as well. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you guys mm-hmm. have ever heard of them, I know all of my friends have. <laughs> uh, please, introduce yourselves. Uh, hi, uh, I'm Colin. Um, and I'll throw it over to yeah. this guy. So, yeah, my name's John. <laughs> And uh, yeah, like we we started a website called Beer Broadcast that allows people to subscribe to their favorite local breweries and then purchase the beer and uh, and go pick it up seamlessly. Yeah, it makes the process um, really easy with QR codes. Uh, we send like text reminders throughout the process. So uh, beer is available, go buy it. Uh, your order is ready to be picked up, go get it. Um, you're about to miss out, place an order. Like we- And... Yeah, so. I was just gonna say we cover. We try to cover like the whole life cycle, of, like a possible beer release, so that we can push as much sales to the brewery as possible. And then recently, we also started this podcast. It's called Good Not Great, um, where we kind of talk about that whole process. Yeah, something, some things beer related, some things. Not so much. Yeah. I mean, That's sometimes awesome. you just need to be, you know, like a a, a beer mule, if you will. <laughs> sometimes you just it's got got to get done. Someone's got to do That's it. True. Somebody's got to do it, and uh, sometimes they do it illegally. I well, I never said anything about that. I was just saying we're strapping beer onto asses, guys. <laughs> um, I, I don't know if this is part of the typical process. Do we also give a moment for kind of any ghost guests? To introduce uh, <laughs> themselves is that I mean anybody Red Bank rehearsal do your thing Thank oh. you Dave <laughs> I hope it's Dave I love Dave yes. I love everyone here but like Dave's my guy <laughs> There was a rehearsal where a guy was supposed to come in And you know on a regular day I wait like 15 minutes before someone Before I'm like alright I'm gonna give this person the call uh, Dave was booked and he's a drummer, you know, he goes to the small room, does his thing, comes and he's out. he's a regular, right? Yeah, just yeah. a regular, good old Dave. Well, one day Dave didn't show up, so I just call his family, you know, nothing. So uh, someone from his family calls back and says like, well, the reason you're covering today is because everyone's here at Dave's funeral. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that was a rough one. Oh. Especially because we're like, did Dave die? Like, what happened? Why isn't he here? Oh. Oops. Yeah. Had you heard no phenomena in that room before? No, there had been stuff going on, but we didn't give it a cute name until recently. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. I only started, we had decided to do an, like a, an EVP session in that room with a bunch of our friends one night. It was like t- one in the morning and we're all just sitting very quietly on the floor. And then uh, me and I, f- I think it was Kenny. We yeah. were both the closest to the drums and we both heard the drum going and him and his girlfriend too. And he was like, do you guys hear the drums? And immediately like, Chris and I just had a moment. We looked at each other and we went, Dave, at the same time. <laughs> and like, this was months, if not a few years after Dave had passed. And we were just like, this is Dave. We know it's Dave. And that's how that started. Track. Yeah. <laughs> is it good? I, I, I mean, mean yeah, for ghosts, yeah. I mean, for what he can strum up in this world. Can a ghost keep a beat? I think he did. Can a ghost get funky? Can he get down? <laughs> yes, he can. Say, I was going to ask you if he got better, but clearly he's still practicing. So he must have. Man, I, I, that makes me really upset because if I'm not, if I can't shred crazily in the afterlife, then why am I even practicing now, man? Maybe just doing it for fun. What am I doing? Well, the idea is it takes a lot of energy for a ghost to make sound or anything. Yeah. So whatever you're hearing that's like very subtle, he's probably shredding. He, that's true. <laughs> like, that's really on his, crap. On his side, you're only hearing probably, the accents. He's probably blowing out the speakers. <laughs> oh, you know what? I'll he's having a good time. I'll bring up this theory to you. Weird. Was it last when we were talking about seltzer that we brought this up about the other side being like, if we're the yes. ghosts to the to the other side, yeah. like they are to Ooh. us, like like the movie The Others. Oh, I've never seen that. Is oh, that the plot? I just ruined it. <laughs> that's okay. Spoiler alert! <laughs> oh no, but that's not the same thing. It's like they actually are ghosts, right? Well, who don't realize? So that I think the dead. theory is that are we ghosts and we're having a great time? Well, we. It we're could be better. <laughs> we're we're trying to have a great time, and it then on the other better. side, the ghosts <laughs> that we think are ghosts are 
they're having a great time mm-hmm. and we there's like this occasional sort of overlap mm-hmm. in our worlds and we don't know how to describe it, so we just call them ghosts but like but if you were like a quantum like, physicist you'd be like oh well, obviously this is timelines interlapping <laughs> and here's where they cross and that's why we see those phenomenon and then you're like man shut up <laughs> i think about on. that a lot like why is there not a ghost that kind of has like figured out how to communicate in like a very clear way and in a here's what's going on here's what we see <laughs> Right? It's like, I just want answers. Like, what's happening for you? This is what's happening for me. Maybe I, it's the unfinished business line that, like, they, mm. they're none of those ghosts because all those ghosts have maybe moved on mm. or something. Maybe. You, you know, being, like, too vengeful or too petty or something like that, and you're so fucking petty, it manifests itself <laughs> as its own kind of thing. Like, if Scrooge never got visited by the ghost of Christmas past or Christmas future... Do you think, you know, he'd probably still be like that and turn into a ghost himself? Oh, for sure. Right? Mm-hmm. Because he 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 was never satisfied with having enough money. Colin, could you bring them well, like a little why, bit? Yes. That's why. Oh, wow. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was. Hello. Uh, <laughs> sorry, go on. No, I was going to say, like, that's why his old business partner, whoever came and visited him, right? Like, he was in the chains and shackles. Yep. He's like, I didn't get to do it. You don't mess up now. Yeah, actually, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, he was never directly threatened with death. You know, like, true. you're yeah. going to be a ghost. Yeah, he was just threatened with, like, a sad life. <laughs> here's a here's a slightly off-topic question. Libel. I just don't know That's the answer the to this. Is Was Scrooge concerned with money, or is that just Scrooge McDuck? No, Scrooge was concerned with money. Okay. Yeah. It was I just a lot less money at the time. Yeah, yeah. okay. You know? Because I, I was I was going in on this story and I was like I'm pretty sure I'm basing this off of a cartoon. Oh yeah, real Scrooge like, didn't have the the penny vault or whatever that he could dive yeah, into. That's, that's <laughs> no, exactly no. what was in my head. That's like, he's definitely gonna be have unfinished business because if he doesn't go for one more swim in that uh, <laughs> giant vault gold pond, he's I gonna be happy. Swear, Charles Dickinson penned that amazing golden penny swimming scene. So I don't know. That's the original, right? Yeah. I don't know. Every Christmas I watch the Muppets Christmas Carol, so I can't really speak. <laughs> who was that? Was it Kermit? That was Kermit was um was the worker who had the son of Tiny Tim like he was crap crap was it Bob Crap who, no, who, who was Scratchit? Yeah. Who got to be Scratch? I don't know. It was a real person. It wasn't a Muppet. It oh. was like, yeah, it was a people plus Muppets. It was weird, but I love it. I like that oh. one with, uh, what's the guy from Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Uh, that guy. Tall guy? He's, yeah. And he's, he's in, Siegel. Jason yeah. Siegel. And he's the Muppet. I have well, he's not the Muppet. He's like the brother of the Muppet. <laughs> I was like, well, I don't think I've seen that. It's a new The Muppets. It's very, very good. I Interesting. I've got to check that out. I'm going to find it. Oh my God. I just love The Muppets. What can I say? I'd also just like to inject <laughs> into this conversation oh, yeah. that I had a conversation the, a different conversation the other day that uh, Jason Siegel and Steven Seagal spell their last names the exact same way. And I'd like for us mm. to just find... To- is there totally then. no relation? They're not related, but they pronounce the same spelling uh, of their last names differently. And I'd like to... Uh, is there a, like a middle happen? ground, like a common area? I don't know, but I could it, come to? It's, that, was, that just came up the other day and, and we're talking about it. So I thought... I think Seagal is better. It, it sounds, sounds more cooler. refined. Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, it's just too. I have two uncles that grew up in the same house that say their last name differently. Explain that's that. Wild. That's a fight what? about it type thing, though, because yeah. that's like that's your family name. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. Yeah. Is it is it your last name or? I mean, the one that. Yeah, my last name. Oh crap! So they how? Oh, which okay. one do you agree with? Oh. <laughs> the one my dad said. Okay. It's like picking a sports team. Like you gotta go with the one your dad likes. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that's that's so funny. Uh, Wait, I just have you guys ever seen Scrooge with um, Bill Murray? Yes, mm-hmm. so good. I he just oh, watched man. that for the first time this year, and I'm just thinking about all of the versions of a Christmas Carol I've watched now. <laughs> that's a great one, though. That's, that's a good one. The that elevator was scene with the big phantom. Yeah, yes. where he's, yeah, I love that. It's a good movie. Um, I'm glad I actually I, I stayed up to watch it and I was not oh, yeah, disappointed. You to stay up. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't seen it before, and it's I, I wish I could see it again for the first time because I remember seeing it for the first time and being like, I'm going to love this movie forever. And now I see it again and I'm like, I've seen it a lot, so I'm going <laughs> to give it a rest. Yeah, <laughs> I got like ten minutes in. I, I know how it ends. Um, 
Let me uh, let me segue into our first thing that we usually do. Uh, we usually ask our guests, uh, "What was if you have any? What was your earliest paranormal experience? If you're versed in the paranormal, yeah, or something that's just first made you like, what the hell's out there? What else is out there? Yeah. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, verse meaning like, what's like the story like of your of an experience? I or? guess what yeah, was anything the- supernatural like even alien encounter anything. The birth I mean, of your curiosity podcast, like, into... I think I got one. I can go. Okay, go yeah. So uh, in the town that I grew up in, there is a, um, there's this piece of land in the middle of the town that is like, um, it's three different things. And I'm going to describe these three things because I think the first two kind of set up for the third one in a, in a good way. Um, so the first thing that it is, is it's land where there's a slaughterhouse. Oh. Um, oh. and it's like a long, uh, old slaughterhouse that I think now is closed, but for a long time, up until probably the mid nineties, it was a slaughterhouse for pheasants. Oh, oh okay. Don't hear about those a lot. <laughs> and yeah. the second thing it is, is that it is the land that a juvenile detention center that is active is on. Oh uh, man. Collier. I was going to say, this sounds like Marlboro. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, this is in Ocean County, so probably oh. not. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Um, oh, yeah, we'll talk and then the after. third thing that it is, is it is a very early uh, settlement. So it's got like a bunch of old uh, buildings. There's like a building that's a library and there's a building that's a church and there's a couple huh. of houses. Um, but most of the houses and stuff have been knocked down, but there's still a couple left oh. there. Historic. Um, so when we were little, we are like... Well, but it wasn't like, it wasn't protected in any way. Yeah. Was, they were just kind of there. Um, and then kind of right in the middle of all this, there was one seemingly normal house that we could never really explain. But we used to go back there when we were growing up and we would like, we were dumb kids. So we'd be like, let's go play paintball in those houses and let's go like, you know, pretend to be in the school and like sit down and like one of us will teach the other ones and like do all, you know, dumb stuff. So one day we're there and we never went into that, that somewhat new house. But then one day we went into that somewhat new house uh, because I don't know, like just, it struck us that we had never been inside of it. So we opened the door and inside the house, there's a, uh, a deer, a, a dead deer. Oh. Um, and like, mind you, like the entire house is like set up like a, like a, a house, you know, mm-hmm. like it's got uh, like white carpet and it's got a kitchen that's like, looks like a normal kitchen, but there's just like right there in the middle of the room, there's this dead deer. What? Uh, and the little... weirdest what? part of the dead deer is that it's, uh, it's like stomach area uh-huh. had been pulled out. Like it was gutted. Oh, oh someone took out the viscera. Uh, but, but it was like new. It, it seemed new because like it, like it looked like a deer, you know, like it still looked like a deer just missing that middle part. Someone like was no trying to sleep in like a tauntaun. Oh, this deer. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be something because wouldn't you think a hunter like wants all the other parts? They like they probably want like the meat part, not like the I just want the core piece. I just want the heart out of this thing. Was there like a mess um, around it or yeah, no, no, oh, that's I, even no. worse. I, I had a feeling was, this like, was going in this direction. Just kind of like left there. There was the part. we stood there for probably 30 minutes staring at it and just being like how did they get whatever they took out of there out of this room because there was no like trail of blood there was no nothing it was just like that disappeared. is the most grotesque thing that i've ever like heard on yeah. this podcast ritual that's what I'm so we stood there trying to figure it out wow. and then like a half hour in we start hearing these footsteps upstairs <gasps> and we just <gasps> booked out of the <laughs> never went back oh, i'm sorry but yeah <laughs> so that's that's what i got i mean so that's, that's what like got you curious about this stuff. And then like you found your way into it. I remember being so terrified about it, you know, like, and I wasn't really scared of ghosts growing up. I was more mm-hmm. scared of aliens. Like, I don't know, like that yeah. seemed more, yeah, more possible to me. More like, plausible. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I had read this book called, I think it was called probability one. And the, the name and the idea of the title was that like the probability that there are aliens is one meaning like there are aliens. <laughs> the theory oh. of the book was that like, if the, if the, universe is growing at an infinite rate and there is infinite space that the chance of there not being aliens shrinks to like almost zero because that's how like infinity works you know like um yeah so aliens are scary that's it. That's uh, very mathematical, very like programmer ask yeah. way yeah. to take a look I'm at it. I'm a computer programmer. Da- oh, there <laughs> you go. Okay. It got me. Yeah, how, could, how could you not think oh. about the world like that? Uh, well, some people like think that. the great filter is a thing. Like civilizations get up to this mm-hmm. point 
and then ego or whatever type of uh, civilization's like main flaw is takes over, and then civilization kind of collapses, and then and we kind of right? we rebuild. Mm-hmm. You know, and they said it, it's happened three times already. Like we're in our third trial. That's what I've heard. I just learned about this, and that shit scares me. So yeah. I'm like, huh, close oh, the laptop. Well, I mean, the civilizations be uh, all like falling and coming up all the time every like two thousand mm-hmm. years. <laughs> they the don't Egyptian. need to have reached the same point yeah. that we reached. It's not like they were like riding around on their jet cars, and then they were like, "Oh shit, we yeah. hit the invisible wall." <laughs> but it would be fun to imagine they they had right that they were like sufficiently advanced previous civilizations. Well, that's what they that were, there wild. was. Yeah. There was something now. I don't know the details. I remember reading a few weeks ago that they were doing like some excavation or whatever, and they were digging and they found like, it's like waterways for a nuclear thing, but it was from like thousands of years ago, like could not explain mm. it. And they're now trying to figure out what it was built for. What was the point and who even made it? And I was like, ah, I don't like this. That's I don't want to know. I love that stuff. Though. Well, if you oh, can construct scary. like the, the great hanging gardens or like the pyramids, you the know. pyramids freak me out. Pyramids Sphinx, are so cool and are I'm scared. Very scary. Yeah. Aliens do exist because they built the pyramids. Hell yeah. And I, I love that theory. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to go balls deep as a commitment into that. Full on conspiracy theorist. Like but the aliens I, built them. It just seems curious peculiar just like i, I mean yeah oh, a bunch of hard on. work this is your <laughs> second podcast you referenced that <laughs> um, good everyone get with it <laughs> uh you know it's just the, some of the things are so detailed so magnificent that the manpower you would have to just keep unlimitedly shipping people in which yep. a, a lot of civilizations did yeah sure but or making people Correct. Correct. Ooh, yeah. Just just spitting them out of an alien factory. Um, <laughs> one thing I wanted to say about did you call it the Great Filter? What the, uh, the yeah, the Great Filter. Um, one thing that I the way I heard that described one time, which made so much sense to me, was imagine so each civilization that has existed, imagine they're trying to throw a rock up a staircase, uh, and as they throw a rock up the staircase, they're allowed to advance one more level. But as they advance to another level, the rocks get larger. So as they keep throwing them up the staircase and they keep advancing up the staircase, the rocks get too large to the point where you can no longer throw it to that next step. Mm-hmm. And so you can never get past that point of advancement. Wow. And we may be there right now. The task becomes wow. insurmountable because of how large it is to overcome. Although right. the last advancements, though they were sly and clever and sneaky, I don't think we're, at, we're, uh, we're running our luck, if you will. Yeah, we're running on fumes a little bit, I think, as far as like more uh, continuing to, to advance technologically. That I've yeah. never heard it put that way, but man, that's the best way I to like describe it. it. Yeah. yeah, and seriously. the visualization I saw with it made it even more. I mean, if you can if you can picture it as as the way it was described, but that seeing it uh, and hearing it combined like that, I was like, I get it, and and that's also why. Um, Science, some scientist or whoever came up with this theory believes that that's why we'll never be able to meet another because they have the same issue because as their civilizations oh, advance, they're dealing with the same thing. And so we're all stuck on these planets uh, that are just far enough away that we'll never really be able to reach each other. Yeah. Oh, man. Bridge. It's a little sad. A little bit. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, uh, I guess if you're a cosmic narcissist and you feel that your world is superior. <laughs> I mean, I go earth. Am I right? Uh, fuck you aliens. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. They're you definitely aliens. You hear us. Yeah. John, John and Colin don't agree. We're calling you out. Oh no. Be chill with John and Colin. Yeah. And Paige, and Paige. Chris, we're, we're friends. We're good friends. Oh man! Watching you over there. I'll stay a little way. Yeah, I'm gonna be eating those words in 20 years. That beam's coming <laughs> right for you. Bye, Dukes. Well, Paige is bringing aliens or uh, uh, ghosts everywhere. With yeah. Her and, uh, Y'all bring the Chris aliens bringing... and be a party. Yeah, Chris will just yeah, be a party pooper. I think I'd rather bring aliens? aliens and ghosts. Cryptids. That's a good question. Oh, yeah. I hope so. I would hope so. I would hope so. That's do you, never do been you think that they know that they're uh, sort of like um, the culture around both of them on Earth? as like different as they are makes sense to be combined like do you think an alien's like i really hope that they like ghosts as much as they like us 
I really uh, hope I they mean, like us as much as they love those dogs. Yeah, like, right. like something like that. It'd be cool if aliens came down and like the humans go, they go like, hey, nice to meet you. And the aliens just push them aside and then like shake hands with the air. <laughs> and everyone's like, like They said it on the podcast. So the ghosts close. are the real people and we're all, they're the real people. We're the, the ghosts. oxygen so was the biggest thing of all. Oh my God. Damn it. A side note, I've seen, well, I think we've talked about this. I thought I saw a spaceship. I'm almost positive I saw like a UFO when I was 12. It was me at a birthday party or a sleepover or whatever with 12 people. So there's 11 other witnesses. And I talked to the girl recently about it. I was like, do you remember this happening? She's like, I'm so glad you brought this up. I just told someone else about this. And I like confirmed it with a few other people who were there. Like we all saw a giant rectangular spaceship in the sky and it zoomed off. And we were right above, we were right under power lines. And so it went away and we all screamed and hid in the house for the rest of the night. So I'm like, there's something out there. I don't know what it is. You can call it an alien. You can call it whatever. It was definitely an unidentified flying object. Right. You it doesn't have to be an alien. Like, did you? Yeah. Did it do that slow, fast? It was hovering over us, and it was a very quiet hum. And then all of a sudden, it zoomed off, and we were just like, ah! like just running. Like, <laughs> was go, it? Go, was go. it classic cigar disc triangle? No, it was triangle. Really? Yeah. So I was. I never knew what an alien was before that. I was a like, UAP. An unidentified oh, right. airful, uh, aerial it's UAP. phenomenon. I forgot about that. They've changed things up now, especially with Tom DeLong being like, "Yes, there's aliens. Here's the proof from the people." So, yeah, the fact that the well, I mean, is it really disclosure or it's just like recognizing that yes, we do have some, you know, videos of some of our pilots maybe freaking out because they <laughs> maybe see something. This is like the history of the Navy or Air Force, like the pilots and. And there's, isn't there also like some doctors that claim yeah. to have like operated on? Yeah. 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 I love this. <laughs> on little gray men, which is a very interesting. Like, and they're like high ranking people too, I think, right? Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. they're the people that um, wouldn't lie. Yeah. Don't? The other people that work with them are like, that's like the most respected person I've ever met. Yeah. yeah this is yeah. the person we all like want to. We have nothing to gain. Mm -hmm. They actually yeah. have a lot to lose by saying anything. Yeah, now you just sound like a crazy dickhead. <laughs> but yeah, I've seen that interesting, um, you know, uh, even, uh, this is so off topic, but like Bill Lazar, who worked, uh, what was it, where where he was working at the time had like hand recognition in the 70s, in which it had like, uh, you know, how they would do x-rays, but it would go through your hand and it would identify the bone structure in your hand and that's how you would open the set door cool. which like is like mission impossible style yeah but but with you know kind of looked more uh 70s-esque kind of yeah you know <laughs> how everything in the 70s kind of looked impractical but it got the job done like 10 times the size yeah it needed to be mm -hmm. yeah um, steel so you know if if alien technology were have to been taken somewhere and now people are just like, yeah, I can't hold it in anymore. This is what happened. I would understand it, especially after 40 years, you know, yeah. just being like, yeah. So before I die, I just want to clear something up. <laughs> right. And then there's like probably cynical people who, who are pissed that they were told that they had to keep something private mm -hmm. and they've had to do mm -hmm. it their whole lives. And, and you're right. Like on their deathbed, they're like, you know what? Forget it. I'm going to just tell everybody everything I know because I want to watch the world burn a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get the whole like government like doing like lying about things like that for like reasons of preventing mass hysteria thing. I don't know. I think well, I feel like so, we can handle it. Well, I think we can now because there's like so much priming that's happening with like. So TV we shows. all think it's true. Yeah, we're all like, <laughs> guys, like we all on. want it. Like, did you not know? Like, did government? Do you not know? Like, we know. It's at the like, point now where I see like a, I see a Facebook article about like discovery of like alien life on different planets yeah and i'm just like yeah yeah oh, that sounds right <laughs> cool sounds we, right. is there a picture in this article i'd love to see that. <laughs> i guess video. my only thing is are they just microbes chilling and just like feeding off you know stuff in the air right or is it like tall green men who all they want to do all day is probe a human anal glands mm -hmm. <laughs> what i want to know uh, not I that want second the long finger. <laughs> the oh, e no, e e. oh no, ET. <laughs> like, hold on, I'm just going to light it up inside here. Uh, no, I, what I want to know is those microbes that they, they seem to keep finding, like bacteria or something like that, uh, is that the remnants of something greater? Uh, and is that be, are, are we only finding that because that's all that was able to survive after something happened that sort of wiped out something that was a little oh. bit more substantial? 
Which would make uh, the, the great filter sense. a little bit more sense. Yeah, you know? for sure. Or is it the precursor to life like we have in extreme environments in our oceans by like volcanic vents where microbes only feed off what comes out of those vents instead at super high temperatures? So it's, it's very interesting. Mm -hmm. Alien seems very plausible. Now, if the government was like, yo, fucking ghost, man. Abraham Lincoln is hot in the White House. This shit is fucked. <laughs> Nobody's pushing on that hard enough I either, by the way. I want the government to confirm Nessie, the Loch Ness Monster, and Bigfoot. <laughs> I'm already convinced ghosts are here. I've had my own experience. I want Bigfoot. That's I like, want cryptids. I, that's another one, though. Like, why is that such a secret? Like, Right. Are they gonna? Is, is Loch Ness monster gonna lose tourism because no? There's gonna be more people that show up for tourism. Like, what's the risk? More people show up and like want to see this. They giant don't want a Shamu incident. They don't want SeaWorld to <laughs> happen. Lock up. Oh no, it never wants. Lock up Nessie. Leave the locked Nessie Loch Ness. Oh god, man. See, it's the gonna be Ness. horrible, horrible press all around. Optics are terrible. <laughs> I don't like when scientists are like, aliens can't exist because. Like, because the, the heat on that planet can't support life, right? And it's like, the definition of my aliens, like, they don't need to breathe air. Yeah. Right. It's not like, our life we're trying they to They are, yeah, exactly. It's in the Like, humans word. can't live there. I get that. Humans but like, can't live underwater I'm, either. I'm talking about some aliens. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, literally the word alien. It's different. Yeah. The whole point, guys. Right. Um... That's a good point. Who are we to be like, you can't do this? Well, mm, I don't know about that. Well, it's like the, are we the ghosts or are the ghosts? The ghost conversation like, are we the aliens or are they? Exactly. See, full circle. Oh, we're the aliens. For See, sure. then are they vacationing yeah. here and being like, yo, look at all the, the, the humans doing their funny shit with their fireworks. This they they're, oh my they're looking down at the earth and they're like, ah, oh, it's just microbes. <laughs> just microbes <laughs> over there. They came over the party I was at. They're just like, it was like a little zoo. Like, look at all of them humans in the little fenced in area. Well, oh, they're running away now. Okay. Sad. Got too close. We got to <laughs> so bring bread or something. you can't tap on the glass for the <laughs> yeah, fish, right. don't scare them. Let them live <laughs> Don't scare peace. the little kids. <laughs> oh, man. Um, <laughs> Colin, do you have a story? Yeah. yeah. What's going on? Um, so remind me, am I talking about just like what got me into it or... A story. Just like, yeah, uh, whatever you, you got, feel, you know? free flow. Okay, sure. So I, I guess the, so I've always been like, uh, when I was a kid, I remember for the first time reading a history book and I saw an archaeologist, uh, it was a picture, so they weren't like moving, but they were like uh, brushing off a skeleton and the skeleton had like mm -hmm. four giant ruby rings on its fingers. And I was like, I'm going to be an archaeologist. That's exactly what I want to do. I feel that. Uh, I was the yeah. same way when I was little. I was like, I'm going to go and dig and find these bones. Yep. I'm going to figure this out. I wanted the rings. I didn't want the bones. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I, mean, I wanted the treasure. You got to get that coin. You got to make that yeah, money. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted the treasure. But so so the reason I bring that up is because that sort of like the, the transition from like that to being like, oh, if you uh, learn about everything that's happening in the pyramids in Egypt and they're regularly finding tombs that are full of treasure and stuff, it's mm -hmm. like, cool. Now I love that. Uh, and then there's obviously the easy transition from Egyptians to aliens. Uh, and then you're very deep in the paranormal world of, uh, things that are not just extraordinary. Yeah. 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 Um, and so, and so then from there, it was just like, I'm of course I think ghosts are real. And like, I'm, I'm hooked. Uh, I also loved conspiracies, but like the classics. Mm -hmm. So I wrote a paper in high school on JFK, the moon landing, um, and some other conspiracy. All in one, or yeah, yeah, because of the time was... together. No, no, I, <laughs> I was like, here's a three parter on conspiracies. None of them are related, but you're about to learn something today. But I'm uh, gonna make them. <laughs> yeah, and I think, and I wrote a pretty compelling uh, uh, paper, and and I think I converted a lot of people. Anyway, that I think, I think I'm what I'm trying to do is paint the picture of like that. I was just into like all of that stuff, and then so to tie this into like asking whether or not I should tell a story. I remember when I was. Uh, just sort of like learning about the, all the paranormal space and, and, and all the terrifying, cool, interesting stories. Um, a friend of mine, his mom told a story about this house that they just moved into. And it was uh, on Rumson Road, which mm -hmm. if, if yeah, anyone knows yeah. Rumson, Rumson Road, especially probably one of the oldest parts of Rumson. It's like all the giant houses there. Oh. Um, this is one of those houses where it's like, three stories. It's probably like six or 7,000 square feet, giant property, uh, absolutely haunted. Um, 
And the story was she was upstairs and they just moved in and she would wake up in the middle of the night and she mm -hmm. would see out in the hallway. She kept seeing what she thought was like this older woman who was kind of like wandering up and down the hallways. And she'd always end up at this last door and she'd sort of just disappear into the door. And she's like, I couldn't figure out what, why I kept seeing this woman, what she was doing here. Um, and so she'd see this woman constantly. She'd try to catch up with her and follow her and she'd always lose her at the door. Uh, and so she finally bumped into the old owners of the house, had a conversation with the woman and said, did you, I don't know, I'm going to sound crazy, but I have to tell you this. Did, did you ever see this older woman? Did you ever see like a vision of an older woman? Uh, and she'd always walk into this last door. And so the woman paused and she sort of like gathered herself and she was like, yes, that's my mother. Oh. And she said, and so the, the, the really cool part about this story, she said, the reason that she's going into that door is because on the top shelf, it's a closet, mm -hmm. on the top shelf is where we used to hide the cookies from her. Oh. And so she wasn't allowed to have cookies. And that was the one thing that she cared the most about before she had died. <laughs> and so the reason you're probably seeing her go into this closet is because she knows that the cookies are there, but she can't reach them. So this friend's this mom. is supposed to be in a seller's disclosure, by the way. Yeah, right. I feel like <laughs> there's a ghost like in this story house. needs to happen just to be like, by the way, she's the sweetest ghost you've ever met, but uh, she's going to be looking for some cookies. So Relatable. Probably, I love it. Um, my favorite part about the story is she, uh, this, this friend's mom takes that information, goes back to the house, gets a little stepladder and looks up on the top and she finds an old box of cookies. Holy shit. Pulls the cookies down. Uh, I think she left them somewhere downstairs, like, you know, in, in plain view. Mm -hmm. uh, and she said the last time she ever saw her. Wow. So she took the cookies out from the top shelf, some like dusty old box brought it down. I'm free. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unfinished business, right? Yeah. I mean, that's it. I thought you were going to say she like sat down and ate them all. <laughs> she she walked to the kitchen there. She's like, thanks. These are disgusting. <laughs> they're mine now. Uh, yeah. So that was, I remember hearing that story and being like that. Because this, this is from somebody who is like, to me, is a very credible person. Mm -hmm. um, and she didn't tell the story to be like, isn't that cool that my house is haunted? Now it was more like, there's a real, there's there's something that was going on here. And uh, she was just telling a story as far as she was concerned. She wasn't trying to scare people. I just um, can't explain it. I, it just happened. It yeah. is. Yeah. She was like, isn't that so sweet? I was like, uh, you I'm telling everybody this story for the rest of my life. It wasn't like trying to scare little kids. It wasn't. She wasn't even telling kids. Around she a was, campfire. She was telling like my mom or something. And okay. I heard that. And I was like, I'm remembering this forever. And, yeah. Uh, telling everybody. So keeping this That's wholesome moment forever. such like a forever. sweet moment yeah. too. It's like, I just keep seeing it. It's like, oh, it's my mom. She's looking for the cookies. Unless she yeah. was diabetic, in which case that was a terrible <laughs> moment. They just sent her deeper. You said you really trusted this woman that told the story. Yeah. But then. And you're also, how many years later till you decided the whole story was bullshit? Well, because so I, it's, I, it's not you're that a I, skeptic now. Right? Yeah. It's not that I, well, I also <laughs> forgot about that story until, uh, I think you were talking about the, you're talking about one of the page page. I should say, nobody can see me. Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah. I, I, I'm used to, cause we do, we do video with ours and I'm like, I can just point, uh, I've got to remember that I have to, uh, address people. So, um, Paige, you were saying that there was a story, uh, something about a, a, one of the houses that you know of that's uh, haunted that, that uh, you saw, oh, you saw, you said you saw a woman in white. Oh yes, that's my house. Her house. <laughs> that's my house. Sure. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. I talked so much before we even started this. I'm like, right. oh shit, what did I say? And I forgot. <laughs> I was trying to like, I was like, I know, I know there was something there. Yeah. So that's what made me think of it. And I actually forgot about that story until that moment. Yes, um, look at me bringing up things. And so that, that kind of like brings me back up a notch maybe in the direction of being a believer. You're a believer again? I don't know. That was easy. We got him. We got him. No, because I, I need to have a real experience. I, that's why I I'm that saying though. I want to go to a, a, a hotel that's haunted so I can spend a full night. I want mm -hmm. to go to a place not with the uh, expectation of finding something, but mm -hmm. to go to a place and just have it happen. Have it happen. I get that. Um and I think it's because of those shows really sort of messing with me being like, um, you know, I feel like if you go, you're going to find something because you want to find something. Yeah. I, I mean, you, man go. you definitely manifest. Yeah, like, for my, sure. My cousin and I were talking today. I definitely manifested the stuff in their house. It's been there. They've been in the house for 20 years. It's always been there. But me exploring it has definitely brought up activity. So if you mm -hmm. believe it, you manifest it, you bring it. Because once you notice it, you don't stop noticing it. 
What really yeah. gets me oh. is those things like, like you were saying before, when like maybe you drive past a house or something and you're like, there's something going on here. Mm -hmm. So I think like the real test would be to bring like one of you to like 10 different places, right? And see if like, you know, 10 yeah. different places, some mm -hmm. of which are haunted, some of which are not and see yeah. like yeah. if see anything what, happens. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know what, going back to the ghost shows too, um, a lot of people, you know, they, it's content. It's it's a show. It's there for entertainment. So you're watching it. You don't realize, like, most of the in investigations they do, you, sometimes you don't get anything. You can investigate. That's why they investigate for a couple of days, because you're not getting all this stuff all at once in one night. You're going over multiple times and just put, like, piecing together what you got over those few days. Right. So, so like, I, like, I wouldn't go to a hotel and, and spend one night and be like... I didn't hear anything. So they're definitely not yeah. real, but I would go. I, that's why I'm saying like, find the most haunted place you could ever find mm -hmm. on paper and I'll go stay and I'll, and I'll do it. And I, and I'll send I, and, links. Yeah. And there's like some places I want, like the national, like ghost hunting society or whatever they host. Like there's in Warwick, um, <laughs> in Warwick, is it New York or Rhode Island? One of those, I think it's Warwick, New York. Um, they have this old boys school. That's one of the most haunted places in America. And you can go like any weekend, and they'll set you up. You pay it, and a hefty fee, but you get all your stuff included. You get overnight access, and it's so huge. You don't even really bump into that many people while you're there. Like it's a limited number of people, but still, like it's acres, like acres and acres and acres of places. And there's underground tunnels. Oh yeah. And oh, like, no. see, like, so like, we gotta get oh, a team together. No. <laughs> underground tunnels. I already have terrible experiences with underground. Sandy tunnels. Hook. Not saying, well, in the bunkers, in the bunkers, the bunkers. I went very deep into the bunkers and then like, I won't touch them. <laughs> How deep do they go? Are they big? Yeah. All across the island. Yeah. Across the entire island. Yeah. I believe that because they have to get, yeah, they have to move all the battery. There's trail systems like, uh, you know, train tracks run on like, like, uh, tracks. I so you would attack the, are you uh, talking about in the ceiling, right? Yeah. In yeah. the ceiling. Mm -hmm. So you would attach all the artillery to move all the ammo and everything to the tracks. And then it would just push. They don't use those tunnels anymore, right? No. no now they trans active. They transport by car out to like those finger, um, things. Yeah. Everything now goes to, what is it? It's, What's the, there's a base it's there, Fort right? Pe uh, Dick's Fort Cox, Fort. I don't know. Fort, <laughs> I forget. Fort Fallis. There's I don't no know. Weapon Station <laughs> Earl, but I think that like. By the way, I think all of those are forts except there anymore. Yeah, or yeah, I mean, there's definitely a base at the end of Sandy Hook because it's like, do not a come in here. Base. Yeah, but okay. like all like the old batteries and everything are like you can go for like photo shoots and you can look into some of them, but most of them are like chained off or if, if you can get into it, it's because it's broken. It's into. because there's like broken and maybe a squatter, which is what I thought I ran into. Maybe in the could dark. tell. Because there was all dark and we were six or seven rooms away from like natural light. And that was the problem. When we went to, we looked into one of the doors that was going into the tunnels. Like it's on the side of a hill and it's chained, but you could just pry it open like a, like a, like a freshman person, like a very tiny kid could like mm -hmm. crawl in. You saw, like we looked in, I put on the flashlight, there was beer cans and like all this stuff. So I'm like, all right, people are in here. They're partying in these tunnels. I ain't going anywhere near these. I watch too much true crime. Yeah. Cause there could be <laughs> real people that would like physically harm. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And that's, that's yeah. like what scares me about any of this stuff. So I wonder if it, is it like one guy drinking some beers or is it like a full on party in the tunnel? <laughs> it looked like a party in the tunnel to be like honest, or this like kid has like a serious problem and we yeah. need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Not only is he drinking a lot by himself, but he's doing it in a very dark, uh, secluded place. Dare and he's underage. Him. Yeah, man. Dare really did fail him. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I have another, uh, this is not a full on story, but I have a, a thing that I, I wanted to mention oh, for, for context. Absolutely. Um, there was this family also growing up uh, where they claimed that they, there was a ghost living in the house with them. Mm -hmm. um, and you would go over to their house and they'd be like, you know, like let's, and they named him. He was nice. He was like a, a Casper type, <laughs> you know, like he was a good ghost. Yeah. yeah. This chill ghost that we have, we don't charge him anything. <laughs> and they would like roll him a ball and the ball would roll back. <laughs> Or they'd like, um, uh, they'd be like, close the door and the door would close. And I always like when I was little kind of, I think I believed it for a bit, but then after a while when it, it's easy to believe things when they're right in front of you. Yeah. Right. But then you walk away from it for your bit for a bit and you're like, oh, the house probably just like wasn't level or something, yeah. you know, like there's gotta be a tangible explanation here for yeah. why something like that would occur, whether it be like, is this not level? Is the foundation off? 
That's why I'm excited to go to Paige's house and get a, a refresher course. Y'all, come on over. Oh, Listen, God. I Do you throw, know how to stir the ghosts up? That's I what can. I want to know. I can. I'll do it. Okay, I'll call. I'm, so I'm the, willing to have an experience. I just... So Mar- I named I the, the, the woman in white Marie, and she's my trickster ghost because she likes to throw shit and open and, like, literally open and close things. But she, you have, I feel like I have to get her riled up a bit because she'll just stay dormant for a while, and then all of a sudden shit will kick up, and I'm like... Fuck, like actually, I know I've told this a thousand times, I'm so sorry guys, but we had a few months ago, the alarms in my house go off at 5 a.m. that someone was trying to come in the back door. I My house has so many cameras in, like on the outside, so the backyard, because it's a pretty decent sized backyard, you have cameras in all directions. No clue, nothing kicked in the door, but the door when I went downstairs to check it was ajar. Like it was locked with a, a deadbolt, a regular lock and a chain. We could see someone tried to push it in. Like force open. But no one was Scary. on camera. And and it happened twice in the same mm. morning. And I can't move. explain it, but that's I it. have so many. And that's the part of the house going down towards my basement, Swear which has God, original cellar. I thought I was going to shit my pants. Yeah. I mean, my dog was freaking the fuck out. I was going to shit her freaking, dog's pants. <laughs> he was freaking out. I was like, what the fuck's going on? Like, I'm ready to grab a knife. I'm like, I'm here. You, you, you mentioned the, the ghost cat, too. My ghost cat, yeah. Which makes you, thi- like, do you think that your dog can see it? Yes, because he's very afraid of Snicky. His name was Snicky, and my big old Mastiff baby is very afraid of him. I've heard and seen this ghost. He, like Chris, That's, I can confirm. Chris thought it was crazy the ghost at first. Cat. Yes. The ghost cat. This big old blueberry ass cat. <laughs> he was just really like big and round. Like 15 pounds. Did the dog... Uh, did your mastiff was your mastiff around the same time when no. the cat? No, so okay, yeah, different my cat dog. passed away. I think a year and a half before we got my current mastiff. His name's Pikachu. When we got Pikachu, <laughs> so I, you would just my cat would always lay in my parents' bed, and then he'd get really excited and run off, and you'd hear the jump off like boom, 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 yeah, and then yeah. running across the house. My house is very small, so like you would just hear him go from wherever you are in the house. You can hear it you still hear it. And we started hearing it again once we got, was it once we got Pikachu? No, it just kept happening. Just, yeah. Oh, that's right. It just never stopped. After he passed, yeah, you just start, you would start hearing it. And as of recently, we've seen him. Like my mom Mm -hmm. was like, oh my God. I'm like, what? She's like, I just saw the cat on the bed. I'm like, oh, no, you didn't. Uh, Like his ashes are right there. (laughs) To be fair, he has spent his whole entire life there. Yeah, we adopt, he was born in our, um, my dad had like a trailer in the, in the driveway. And the local cat had her babies in there. And when I found them when I was little, she was like, oh, I got to move my babies now. But the Yorkie next door attacked her and he was the last one left. She survived, too. She just never came back. So I've literally had him from birth. Oh, wow. Like I bottle fed him. He was my baby. He was an asshole, but he was my baby. Okay. So, so you just answered two questions that I, I had for I you. Had more questions. Uh, the first one was... Um, that explains why he'd want to stick around because mm-hmm. of that connection. And then the second uh, was going to be, was he the type that if uh, Pikachu was around at the same time that he would be an asshole to Pikachu? Yes, he was Most back definitely. in the face. So, that's, <laughs> okay. so that explains why a giant mastiff would be afraid <laughs> he, of a cat. He only loved my first dog because my first dog basically raised him like as if it was her baby. And so like he used to ride on her back. He'd sleep on her. So when sh- she passed... He was super depressed. So we got another dog because I needed another dog in my life. And he was like, fuck this. He's like, this bitch is not for me. And they took until just about until the end of her life for them to finally live like together, <laughs> like in harmony. Like okay. he would just walk up and bam, smack her in the face. Three questions. Okay, go. Does he float? Does he glow? What would his unfinished business be if you knew? Okay. He, <laughs> he does not float. He, you just see him walking by like or like running by you. Um, he does sometimes look like a mist, but not a glow. Sometimes I'll just see such a blur go by. Like it's not a full I've figure. I've never seen a glow. Sometimes cat. you can see a full figure though. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, the other day I was, <laughs> I was literally walking out of my kitchen and going towards my living room. My parents' room is off the living room. They keep the door open cause the dog goes in and out. And I look, <laughs> I look up and I make eye contact with my dead fucking cat. And I went, <laughs> hi. And he just tilted his head and I turned and he was gone. You can't That's touch cool. him, right? Because no, I know that there's some gotten, ghosts that like you I can sit on their lap or something. I maybe feel him, though. I don't know. 
You yeah, feel him. I've definitely felt him brush by me. As a cat, not as a ghost. As I mean, a cat. we're not talking to chill. Like, we're talking fur. Like a full-on oh, fur. Like a fur like, there's oh. been many times where I feel something brush past my feet when I'm sitting on the couch or something. Mm-hmm. And I, instinctively, I'm like, hi, Snick. And I'm like, oh, oh that shit's dead. That's not real. <laughs> oh. But like in my dog, like I've said, he's seen him. We'll, we'll be on the couch cuddling, watching TV, and we'll see a blur, hear the boom, 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 run across from my parents' room through the living room to the kitchen. And my dog will hide. He, I'm not kidding. He's 104 pounds of wiggle and jiggle and he tries to hide under me he gets so scared and then what his unfinished business would be i think i don't know he just wants more snacks he was a big old boy you gotta <laughs> move the cookies down from the top <laughs> like <laughs> i think i think you brought a dog into the house that he's not happy with i don't know i hope not oh man. no because i mean well you said it's been happening since before yeah, yeah. so okay so, i mean he's mm. i think he just misses i don't know maybe just misses us yeah you know what his favorite snack was? You know those those little fried noodles you get with Chinese food? Mm-hmm. He used to steal them. He had a little cat house. We found seven packages in it once. He stole them all. He just kept stealing them whenever we never checked the little cat house because we had no reason to. That seems he wasn't like a, a messy good, cat. Good item to try and trigger something with. Those oh are the God. kind of thing my cats like. They grab them, just mm-hmm. crush them up, and then walk away. They'll never. <laughs> <end up. laughs> you know, he'd bring them into his little house. I'm like, are you saving for our party? He also used to steal pancakes. Yeah. He would steal I pancakes like right cat. off your plate. These he was a good boy. Pancakes. These are all great. This guy, when steal. he was like a kitten, like really tiny, he struggled, but he stole a whole pancake off my friend's plate <laughs> when she slept over. Strong cat. He was, he was determined. He was Bad strong cat. from birth. Yeah, back <laughs> blueberry. He wasn't even that fat, but he was round. He, I'll show a picture. He was gray. <laughs> he was so cute. He's my little blueberry. Chris, how do you uh, feel about all of this? I mean, how like how <laughs> you come into the house? I mean, I'm guessing that your house was not haunted growing up, right? Nope. So like, how how do how do you feel about it? Or are you? Yeah, that was his introduction uh, to the paranormal for, for the most part. Yeah, I mean, I hadn't had much experience otherwise, and everything. Few. Everything was kind of hunky dory until well, further notice. You had the, you had experiences at our friend's house, which we've talked about. Yeah, I, I did early on, uh, probably in middle school, have an experience that I couldn't explain. But it was never something, uh, you know, it was never something I would pay mind to because I've got I've got other shit, <laughs> real people shit going on. <laughs> I would be tempted to be like, you know what, just come over to my house, just keep coming over to my house, and you know, <laughs> just uh, it just never. Um, not until re, uh, I guess it's been seven, seven, eight years. <laughs> We're almost at seven years, so uh, ten of knowing each other. Yeah, I just, I guess, being more mindful of it instead of being like, I don't give a shit. I've got other <laughs> things going on. <laughs> <laughs> work, 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 work. Uh, I've just been more mindful in general of things and being more mindful. You know, I'm open to some sort of afterlife, especially since I don't. Uh, um, I don't really, you know, uh, you know, the afterlife is a very nebulous thing. I don't subscribe to any which way that it occurs. So it could be in the realm of possibilities. Everything is apparently in the realm of possibilities. <laughs> yeah. I just had that conversation with my wife today. I was like, I don't know how to describe this to you in words. I can try and like do hand signals and stuff and describe like what I think is going to happen. Uh, I was like, I was like, here's what I think. Like, it's not going to be this. Like, whatever the next thing is, it's not like this, but like, I'm going to end up like on the other side of the country or on the other side of the, the planet and I'm going to be like a tree or something. Like, take Earth out of the equation. She was like, wait, so you're going to be like, we're, so we're not going to be together forever? I was like, no, 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 no. Like, I'm not talking like, oh, we're like, both can be trees. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not saying like soulmates or soulmates, they're going to end up forever. I'm like, I'm like, scrap all that like this is bigger than that like i I just couldn't put it into words uh not that that's what you were saying but like no it's it's a incredibly hard to come up with a concise sentence that would accurately describe such a ginormous ideal that it's literally impossible for any human brain to comprehend because if someone has they would have said something Uh yeah it's interesting when people have like near death experiences and then they come back and they're like, Oh shit, that oh man, that was my body. <laughs> I, I've had a few people uh we had someone on who died. Who yes, died as hell. Nick, they were dead Nick for a Ruchy. while. They they were legally dead for a few minutes. Whoa. Yeah, Ooh. when they were a kid. Um was it a brain too? I can't heart. I can't or, heart. Oh heart. No, but there was something with the brain and then something with the heart happened during surgery. Uh, or no, the ear. Maybe he was getting. They were getting an implant. I don't remember. 
really good episode though. Definitely go back. Gotta go to episode 14. Check it out. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they, they died and came back and they had, uh, them and, and their brother who we also had on have had crazy experience crazy experiences growing up like their mom is really into like oh what is it like uh not like witchcraft but paganism paganism and has like a spirit a real wooden spirit board passed down could only be passed from oh, through woman. a coven of women yeah really so like, really deep stuff they grew so. up in the thick of it okay so here's even the skeptic before he me. died yeah like his whole life has been like like, th- yes. like their whole okay. life has been like this. Mm-hmm. So this is the skeptic in me. I feel like anytime I hear a story about somebody who has died and has come back, and obviously like that's the true part of the story, mm-hmm. it what happened in the moment where they had died mm-hmm. almost always aligns with whatever their beliefs are. Yes. Yeah. It's never like, you know what? Uh, I saw dinosaurs again and uh, they used <laughs> and to run And it doesn't have to mean that it's a creation of your mind. It just means that maybe there are several different variants based on where well, you're headed, right? No, no. Based no, on so, your subscription? Yeah. Yes. So like mm-hmm. what I guess what I'm, what you're saying is that like if we can just like choose what the next thing is, it's because our consciousness is like grasping on to whatever we believe in before the moment of whatever death. That what, sucks what for I'm, me. <laughs> I'm too indecisive. What I, I guess what I'm saying is like, that's not, that's not what I think. What I'm saying is like somebody decided that uh, I saw the light and the light must have been God. Yeah, it must you know? have been this. And that's, but then as soon as you learn more about them, you learn that they've been a devout Catholic for their entire lives. They've been their, entrenched their in the light of God that, at that point in time. Uh, it's been passed what down. was interesting yeah. with them, with, with Nick, was that... Um, I don't think they remember. They didn't know that they didn't know that they like any of this had happened. They were in a coma too, and they could hear everything that was going on. Like after they came, the back. doctor told a joke and, that he would and, not have known the answer to. Oh, cool! And they, re- if he and, was dead, and they yeah they huh. uh, re- were able to retell it once they woke up. That's so cool. like, and then all this crazy stuff after that happening, like, yeah, the, then a bunch of other shit, it never stopped. It yeah. Just, it just really enhanced it. If anything, like all the strong intuition and the experiences. So like, they didn't even realize any of that happened until they woke up from the coma and they're like, what? <laughs> like, wait, wait I wasn't just asleep. Did yeah. you explore the chance at all that the, the Wiccan mother had a hand in the whole thing. Like that she had essentially like helped him come back. Is that a possibility? We, we never we... played that uh, hand when we got there. What we did she sacrifice? Who right. did she sacrifice? That's what I was, mm-hmm. I was, I was trying to say that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know these people. I don't want to make any assumptions. No assumptions here. Cause I'm not that that's assumption. Are there any goats missing? <laughs> uh, is that, that's, well, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, go back to that deer. I'm, yeah, I'm telling you, yep. that was some ritualistic he was trying to make euros. shit. I watched there what else go. could it be, right? <laughs> Especially, I feel like if there was no mess around either in those white carpets, yeah. it was killed somewhere else and brought in there for a sacrifice mm-hmm. and something got messed up. I don't trust people. I watch too much true crime, too much Discovery ID, ID Discovery. Mm-hmm. I watch all of it and this is why I messed up. And what I'm had like, just happened. Oh. And that's why there were footsteps upstairs. Yeah. You walked yeah. in moments Ooh, after it had yeah, happened. It was fresh and you were guys, oh. You guys mm-hmm. were this close. Thirty minutes. I was upstairs of gawking, and yeah, <laughs> and he was upstairs in his own kitchen frying it up. Like, oh, like I really <laughs> wish these kids would leave because I am, I am getting hungry. I have to use the bathroom so badly, and they are downstairs. <laughs> Fuck. Or He's they like, went upstairs to use the bathroom and said, "Oh crap, someone's here. I can't come down." I sort of off topic, but you said true mm-hmm. crime. So this, I might have told you this story. So. Uh, here's a PSA. Don't watch it before bed. Uh, Amen. <laughs> especially, especially when you are in an Airbnb, uh, in, on the other side of the country, uh, in a shared Airbnb. <gasps> oh, oh uh, hell no. <laughs> so very quickly, my story goes, uh, Airbnb in San Francisco, uh, the lock on our door was a skeleton key lock. Yeah. Yeah. And so it didn't, it didn't meet the latch. And so we couldn't actually lock our door. <gasps> Look, whatever. Uh, we have blind faith in all the people we've never met in this building and trust that they won't try to murder us. Cool. So we're watching true crime shows. We go to bed and 10, 20 minutes later, as we're like just about to enter REM sleep, hear foots, uh, uh, footsteps running down the hallway. We're right across the hall from the shared bathroom. I wake up thinking, okay, somebody's just going to come use the bathroom. Nope. Our door swings wide open. 
and I actually froze. So now I know how I respond. Uh, my wife sat up and yelled, what are you doing? Get out of here. And all the guy said was, oh my God. And then closed the door and ran back away. 10 minutes later, we're already like freaked out. Same thing happens again. <gasps> Same guy. Same guy? Same guy. Oh, hell no. no. Fuck Same that. Guy. Nope. So, uh, Staying at a hotel. I was like, okay, something's up. And this was like not, it was, it was far enough away that it wasn't recent, but it wasn't far enough away that it wasn't fresh in your mind of like mm-hmm. people being on like uh, bath salts and like biting <gasps> yeah, people's faces off. Yeah. Like, What's about to happen? This guy's freaking me out. Comes back in. Next uh, time he's in a trench coat. You're like, oh no, no I know where this is going. No, no. Uh, wearing a shirt. Not wearing anything on the body. God uh, damn it. <laughs> Fuck. Of course you're taking it. So yeah, that's that. It, it gets weirder. Uh, so Shit. I push like, uh, you know, probably the size of this. Uh, what is this over here? Speaker cabinet Speaker, yeah. display. Uh, a uh, dresser in front of the door because still can't lock it. Can't get in touch with our Airbnb host. Um, it took all of me to move this thing in front of this door. Um, and so thinking like, cool, we're secure. Third time here, the footsteps come down and with what can only be described as like superhuman strength, just, just opens the door, Get the slides the dresser here. out of the way. And I was like, all right, that's it. I'm, I don't know. I don't know exactly what to do, but I'm definitely not staying in this room. And so we like, we're going like knocking on all the doors, trying to find our host. She's not responding to our texts. And uh, as we're standing in the kitchen outside of what we know is her door, he comes out again to go do the same thing. And now we're, so, so he was like, going down this hallway from a door here down this hallway uh, for anyone that can't see me I'm pointing in a straight line. And so where we were was now out sort of his door to the left. And he came out, turned his head and looked at us. And all he said was, who are you and what are you doing here? I was like, this is a shared Airbnb. There's, you don't get in here without being a guest in this shared Airbnb. Why, what do you not know that there would be other guests here yeah um also if he didn't know who you were why did he see you leave come back with no pants on i think he just didn't have them on the whole time donald ducking it the whole time oh, for the sure whole time yeah he i think he i think that was the case the whole time but <laughs> this man has been hanging dong in my room yeah. all night and i just want to get a little late night action i think he picked the wrong room um, so you think that he like in retrospect maybe was freaked out that you were in his house it's you not his house. Like maybe he thought. Room. Maybe he thought that he had the whole Airbnb, though. Maybe well, so I think. Walking? I think we left. We we ended up leaving. Um, you have to before. No, we we ended yeah. up leaving, yeah. and as we we had our bags packed, we were ready to go. This is like one a.m. So like we don't know where to go. Yeah. Holy um, shit! As we're leaving, our host comes back. She's like, "I'm sorry, I was seeing a late night movie." Like, oh, cool. Uh, uh, we're, like we're texting you, like, and there's some really weird shit happening, and so she very brave goes up and knocks on the door and has a conversation with the guy. And she's like, yeah, that's not the guy who stays here. It's like, okay, uh, we're this leaving. Like a rando who came in. So what we think is that he was a guest of the guy who had been staying there for like long term, like mm-hmm. three months. He was, uh, he was staying there for a long time. Um, and we think that this was a guest or somebody that he had just brought home that night. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it that was, he brought home that night. Yeah. So or maybe the guy walked him into his place and he was like, this is my house. This is my stray well, man. That, would be, yeah. <laughs> that could, that could be it too. Yeah. Uh, don't ignore all these other rooms with doors closed. And, uh, you feel free to go into any of them, even if there's something blocking it. Uh, even was if this you, like a witch house, um, did it look like a, like an old, no, oh, okay. no, just look like a regular. Well, I mean, it looks like toss your body. I stayed the in door. a witch house in yeah. San Francisco. I just yeah, I mean, it. unless I mean, you know what? The the woman who huh, was our host could have been a witch. Um, nice. She had this wart. There was a cauldron. <laughs> yeah, she laughs kind of funny. It was, it was very scary. <laughs> Affinity for brooms. Yeah, a lot of cats, all black cats. Uh, I'm wondering uh, if they were sleepwalking. Well, but to do it so many times, true, intentionally. So, okay, not to hog the air, but I have no, a, I have a sleepwalking story too. That's that's actually more related to ghosts than that last one. Um, Go ahead. But I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to steal anybody's time. Do you have anything that you've been waiting to say? No, I was going to ask what the difference between <laughs> oh, ghastly and ghostly is. <laughs> so we can go with your you thing. Want a Pokemon. Yes. Okay. So my, I'll, I'll try and make this one quicker. Uh, okay. So when I was younger, I did used to sleepwalk and, and oh. now I still have what's like, like borderline night terrors. And it only happens mm. if I'm, if my brain's like super active right before I go to sleep or if I have caffeine. Uh, 
So mm. when I was younger, it would happen mm. unrelated. It would just be all the time. And it's, it's one of those things you kind of grow out of, I think. Mm. So we were, my, my whole family played soccer when we were younger. We went, we did the traveling thing. We were, went from like, you know, East coast, different tournaments and stuff. Yeah. And we travel as family, as a family. And so we'd uh, cram into hotels. And uh, so there was this one trip I think it was me and two other siblings of mine and my parents. We were spread across two beds, floors, pillows, whatever we could find. And I woke up in the middle of the night and um, I thought that I had woken up because one of my siblings was like moving around me to like go get to something. And so like as close as I am to John, uh, which for listeners, I'm like two feet away from John. Uh, I, I now two and a half feet. Thanks, John. Uh, I, I looked at uh, whoever I thought it was because I couldn't tell because it was dark. Yeah. But I could see sort of like, you know, like the white of a shirt. I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, I just, I just very quietly, I was like, What are you doing? Like I just whispered to them, like, What, are you, what are you doing? And then all I can remember is that they just, just turned and stared at me. So they oh. just turned oh. and they're just looking at me. And I was like, trying to like. I was like, okay, like I see you seeing me now, like answer my question. Why are you being weird? What are you doing? Like, why are you over here? And no response. And then I was like, okay. And then I got that like chill down my spine. I, I, so I was in between a wall and one of the beds, mm-hmm. hurtled over one bed, hurtled over the other. <laughs> and then I just crammed myself in between the other wall and the other bed. Uh, and it was, it was so disruptive that everybody woke up. We turned the lights on and, uh, now keep in mind the reason I woke up was because something moved into like sort of this area and I and yeah. I could feel it. And so when we turned the lights on and I looked back, all I saw was like a pillow that was like half folded over in the <laughs> corner. And I was like, did I just imagine this whole thing? Or now here's where it gets a little creepy. The next morning we found out that uh, there was a man who had been going door to door, knocking on everybody's doors, trying to get into their rooms. He had been very quietly, uh, but, but for sure, very arrested and taken out of the hotel because he was not a guest, Oh, uh, oh but he was no. sometime around the same time was doing that. And, and I remember being like, that's just too weird. That's too much of a coincidence. No, thank you. No, thanks. I was going to ask, did you recognize like the person that you were staring, like that was staring back at you or no, you just couldn't even identify. No, I just, it just, it looked like a person who, to my mind, I decided what they were doing was they were just like trying to find something in a bag. Mm-hmm. And when I had said something to them, I saw a very distinct like turn and look. Uh, yeah. and, I, and I sort of had their attention, but then they just stared at me for the, the next two minutes. And uh, nope. <laughs> yeah, so it was very, very scary. And uh, sleepwalking itself can be fairly scary. Yeah. I mean, when you yeah. experience someone else doing it, it can be like feel like a possession situation. I've never, I've never seen somebody else do it, but I've got plenty of stories from people who've seen oh. me do it. I watch a girl on TikTok, Selena Spooky Boo. She sleepwalks and she can trigger it if she eats cheese or chocolate, like literally right before she goes to sleep. She's been posting her videos of what happens because she had posted one video a while ago when it what it happened when she was really stressed out working on a book that she's writing. She's at a hotel. She went up stripping naked and being like sleepwalked out of the hotel. And she had to like she had footage of her like trying to get back into her door, like and she's locked out and her husband was asleep. And I, she was I've like, what these. the fuck? And she's like, I don't know what to do. And she's just covering herself with a curtain. She pulled off one of the windows in the hallways. And she's like, this is bad, guys. So she posts these videos of her sleepwalking for content now. And like, she'll just be walking around in her footsie pajamas. And she's like, you want to know? Like, <laughs> like trying to have conversations. She'll see like the cats are her pets in the room. She's like, oh. But like, she's <laughs> full on asleep. Is and she the one who so was like throwing soda cans into like her front yard? Lawn. Yeah. Yes. yeah. She thought she was throwing them yes. to like the, the pool or something yeah, to her friends. Yeah. And then the guy's walking by looking at her like, what <laughs> yeah. the fuck is happening? Yes. Yeah. This is her. I love those. Oh. Um, What's her name? Okay. Her tag is Selena Spooky Boo and Selena with a C. Spooky yeah. Boo. Okay. But yeah. So, oh God, sleepwalk. I've never, I've never sleptwalked. I don't think at least. So I, I'm very scared of though. My uncle, I think it was my uncle, had sl- or someone he knew, he slept walk once and he made eggs. Like oh, he's just in the kitchen that's making eggs. Harmless. Right? That's what I said. I mean, he's just like making some scrambled eggs. Being that coordinated to make eggs? Yeah. I'm not that coordinated in awake time. <laughs> like when I'm up and alive. I ended up in my neighbor's backyard on their trampoline one night. I made it all the way out the front door, across the street, through their gate, on their trampoline. And I was sitting there and I was like, <laughs> what am I doing here? 
I woke up there and I was like, this is going to be an awkward walk. Back. <laughs> oh. anybody, if anybody's watching me right now, this is going to be hard to explain. Um, and I came in the door and my sister was like, what was going on? Somebody breaking into the house. I was like, I, I, I heard it too. I heard the door open too. I'm, yeah, I'm, I have no idea what's up. I'm investigating too. I'm pretty sure it's safe. Though. I'm like you. Yeah. We're, 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 here. we're doing the same thing. I think, right? You're out here looking for the guy breaking it. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. That's where I think I saw him on the trampoline. I saw somebody go into the neighbor's backyard. Yeah, we're all looking for the guy in the hot dog suit. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, guys, this has been amazing. This was so much fun. Um, Thank please, you so much for having. Oh, please, awesome. anytime, y'all are always welcome. Uh, please shout out, tag anything you guys got going on, your podcast, anything and everything. Yeah, I'll shout out the podcast. Uh, it's good, not great. Uh, I think we we just finished episode seven. Um, at Bellworks, right? Yeah, we, yeah. we wanted to try it out. It's actually closer for us. Uh, it's like right in the middle of where we live. Oh, yeah, 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 um, yeah. And then on top of that, we had to get some pizza from Corbo and some oh, from our, our man. Most Adam, definitely. Uh, so which the, the, that was a blast from the past. We hadn't been there in a while. So we, we used to work out of that building. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, awesome. So, and, and then we learned that he's actually a podcaster too, and he's he knows a shared universe and everything. So it was a really cool um, sort of world's colliding yeah yeah so good not great uh episode seven's coming out soon um and then uh beer broadcast yeah. on instagram yeah beer broadcast beer broadcast on instagram uh and uh beerbroadcast.com for uh local breweries looking to sell releases dropping releases to customers via text message and email red bank rehearsal approved oh for sure yeah oh, yeah Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Everyone check them out. Subscribe, like, do all that good stuff. Um, if you would like to be a guest on our show or write in any of that good stuff, you can email us at ghostedwithkristenpage at gmail.com. Our socials are, okay, Instagram is ghostedwcp, and then Twitter is gwcp underscore podcast. I will answer, I promise. I, I, Instagram's better. I'm, I'm, I'm slacking on Twitter. I'm going to admit it. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so yeah. Find us, hit us up, email us, like us, subscribe to us, please. Yeah, I can't wait. And uh, we've been Chris and Paige, and this has been Ghosted. Stay spooky.